Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wasner. With me is Aaron Medvez. Aaron is an extension educator for the University of Illinois. And Aaron, we're going to talk about uh, plants that can give people problems. We talk about a lot of landscaping and nice plants, but that's not all that's out there. So tell me about the types of plants that we should be on the lookout for. All right. Well, we know that there are a few plants that usually come to mind. Usually the poison trio is what I call them, poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac. But there's several other groups of plants. Um, and so to start with a brief overview, first we'll start with that poison trio. And we're lucky enough in Illinois that poison oak and poison sumac are pretty rare. Um, so the one we only have to watch out for is poison ivy. And we know that's nearly everywhere. Um and so poison ivy can cause an allergic reaction when your skin comes into contact with that urushiol oil in the sap of the plant, which is going to cause that rash or blister that we're so familiar with. And another thing to watch out for with that one is if you inhale smoke from a fire where poison ivy is burning, it can um, irritate your lungs as well, and that can get pretty serious. But besides those three, um, there are other types of plants. So one of them are spurges or other plants with milky sap. And these plants can cause mild skin irritations. That's kind of on a case-by-case -case basis, less common than um, reactions from poison ivy. Um, but plants in the spurge family or other plants with milky sap, like your milkweed or dog banes, have the potential to have um, these harmful effects. We also have plants called the photodermatitis causing plants. And you might have heard about these recently. They've been receiving a lot more of attention that they deserve in the media because of the severe reactions that they can cause. So unlike the other plants we've talked about, these plants don't cause an allergic reaction, which means that everyone is at risk um, from the effects of this plant. So what happens is when your skin is exposed to the sap of these plants, the zeralin chemicals in the sap react with sunlight, the UVA light, to cause what's essentially an intense sunburn. And it's such a bad sunburn that it results in blistering and pigmentation of your skin that can last for months and can even result in scars that last for years. Um, and if you're out on a hot summer day in the heat and you're sweating, then it can accelerate the effects of these reactions. Um, so it's not a plant that you want to come into contact with. Um, and some examples of plants that do this are giant hogweed, cow parsnip, wild parsnip, and poison hemlock. And these are all in the carrot family. The last two groups of plants that we have are stinging plants, which are your nettles. So your stinging nettle, your wood nettle. Um, and the hairs of these plants contain um, formic acid is one of the compounds it contains, which is the same chemical as in a bee sting which is going to give you that stinging reaction. And finally, we have plants with poisonous berries. So my rule of thumb is if you see a berry you're unfamiliar with, leave it be. Um, examples we have are nightshade, pokeweed, doll's eyes, lily of the valley, and horse nettle. Um, these are just some of the plants that can produce poisonous berries that should be left alone. And they'd cause reactions such as vomiting and diarrhea to more severe symptoms. So those are there's a lot of them. How do we mm -hmm. how do we go about identifying them? Um, is there any any book or reference that we should be looking at? There is a really great reference um, sheet called Plants That Scaz Cause Skin Irritation. 
by University of Illinois Extension that you can find on our website. Um, but besides that, there are some easy things to look out for. So we know, you know, the poison ivy, we look for those leaflets of three. Those skin irritant plants, the mild skin irritants, if you see a plant with milky sap, that's a sign that you might want to stay away from it. Those photodermatitis plants have flowers that are arranged in umbels, kind of like an umbrella-shaped cluster, and some of them have purple stems or green stems with purple blotches, so if you see purple on a stem. And then we know nettles have those dense hairs. Um, and then plants with round berries, as opposed to you know a blackberry or a raspberry shape that we're more familiar with. Is there a commonality on where they're going to be growing? Not necessarily. Um, so for those poison ivies, we know it's everywhere. And one thing to remember, too, is that it does vine and grow up trees. Um, so if you see leaves of three growing in the tree canopy, it could be poison ivy. Spurges are more likely to be found in your garden, in your landscaping. Um, whereas the rest of the plants are usually found more in roadsides and disturbed areas. Where do we, or how do we protect ourselves from just any of them? Right. So the main thing to remember is just to keep your eyes open and be aware of your surroundings. Um, some things to remember is to be careful if you're trying to manage for these different plants, um, especially poison ivy. You don't want to mow it or burn it. Um, if you're working with those photodermatitis plants, you don't want to work with them in the sunlight to reduce any risks. Um, and if you're out weeding in the garden and you see a plant with milky sap, you can wear gloves to help protect yourself from that. And um, just watch out for poisonous berries, especially when children are around, because they're the ones that usually would go and snag something without you seeing them. And one last thing is just to remember to wash your clothes if you've been in contact with um, the plants that can cause irritation from their sap, because that sap can remain on your clothing and cause a reaction later on, even after you've you know come in and washed your hands. Very good. Well, where do you go for more information? We've talked about the University of Illinois Extension. Always good to hear that. Uh, any other places or any more details? I will mention um, one other fact sheet that was also compiled by um, U of I Extension, and they put together a giant hogweed comparison sheet, which is very helpful. Um, those are going to be those look-alike plants that cause that photodermatitis, which is the one that we really should be looking out for. Very good. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wasner and Aaron Medvez.